What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema. This is episode 230, where tonight we will be discussing Spirit Untamed and The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. My name is Grayson Maxwell. I'm Roger Stillian. I'm Christopher Bond. Gentlemen, how are you this week? Great. Yeah, this week's fantastic. I feel really good about my life today. Great. Watch Spirit. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> oh, man. So you watched, you watched some movies. Did you guys do anything fun besides watching movies and going to work, earning that bacon? Um, no, really. What did I do this week? Oh, I had a day of day drinking. It was nice. nice. I'm actually drinking wine right now, some rosé. Oh, you fancy. Mm-hmm. Some rosé. Yeah. I go skiing in the Aspen. <laughs> People that do that don't drink rosé during a podcast. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm enjoying it, though. I have coffee also. You know, I went through McDonald's drive to earlier this afternoon. and wash down this rosé and it makes <laughs> ice I, I, I ordered a large coffee and I got the I got a voice back. Like, she didn't turn off her headset when she was asking. And she was like, do you have coffee? And I could hear the whole conversation. And then she's like, we don't have coffee anymore. I'm like, I get coffee here several times a day. What do you mean you don't have – she's like, we don't have hot coffee anymore, meaning they don't want to make any to give me some. So Why don't you say we're out of coffee right now because that's a different kind of conversation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm, so then she says, I can give you an iced coffee. I'm like, but I, I don't I don't want an iced coffee. Where was this at? McDonald's. Okay, we no longer serve hot coffee. Shut up. <laughs> Like there are a few places in the world that serve more hot coffee than McDonald's. I don't think I mean McDonald's has got one of the top three in the US every day serves hot coffee. It's probably number one in the US. Yeah. That's my point. Awesome. So anyway, I'm drinking some I'm drinking some Keurig Pike Place from Starbucks, which I I gotta be honest with you, brewed coffee to me is just always better. I know that's not like a profound thing, but I just prefer brewed coffee, you know. As opposed to fake coffee. Keurig coffee. coffee does not taste nearly as good as brewed coffee. Not really this is a weird podcast. It is, it is. <laughs> all right, guys, anything else before we move on? Anything else at all happened to you this week? Chris, did your daughter play any more softball games? Is she coming into her own as a um so they um they went into their tournament league and they they, ac- they accidentally won a game, which wasn't supposed <laughs> to happen. <laughs> so they have, they've had to play other games that weren't expected, so that was kind of cool. Wait, wait, what, what what do you mean it wasn't supposed to happen? Um, they were like one of the la- the, the bottom seeded teams that went against and went against a team much better than they were. They Saving won. it for the end. So yeah, like so the championship was, run. Yeah, like like the coaches were like, they won. Oh my god! Another <laughs> game. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on a sec. So I've I've have a question. I have a question. So when I when I played when I was super young, I played soccer. You know, the under eights, under tens. It was always someone else's like someone else's parents on the that week to bring like the after the game snack. Do they do parents still do that? Uh, not so much of that right now. Like it's always like you know you you know take them to Dairy Queen or, or the local ice oh, cream place afterwards. DQ, okay, you know, okay, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you walk into Dairy Queen with like eighteen you know, little girls playing softball. That whole staff's pissed. <laughs> you, you can see on their faces as they hate their lives. Oh yeah, because sometimes like they close at eight, it's like seven forty, and I'm like, I'm gonna burn this place. <laughs> Here's your goddamn ice cream. <laughs> Oh, you know that always stuff like that always brings that one that one. Um, Chris, I don't you don't know the story. You might not know the story, but Roger, we were. Do you remember that that snowstorm that the the week that or the month that Twilight came out? Oh yeah, in a marquee where we didn't have anybody for the entire seven. O'clock. So it was okay. So Tyler, the guy was the concession. I was in the box office, and Roger, we were all just chilling because like 
Yeah, so I had yeah. gotten the well, I'll I'll pick it up because I know what story you're talking about. So I'd gotten I'd talked to all you know, like we had had a bad snowstorm, like legit. It snowed all day. And I had talked to um my corporate office people, they're like, Well, hey, if nobody shows up, just shut it down. Go home. And I'm just like, Thank Christ. Thank I don't have to be here till midnight. Hell this yes. is awesome. I was like, we had one show left. It was a nine fifty viewing of uh Twilight. 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 I hadn't had a car drive by in two hours. <laughs> oh, we're fucking out of here, baby. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nine fifty one. The fucking front door opens. It is one single man wants one ticket to Twilight. <laughs> I gave him his ticket, and I'm just like, "You serious right now, man? Is this, is this really a thing?" So I fucking infuriated yeah and then he also tyler also had the popper clean like everything was clean because like we totally we were, expected we were done. Done. home we were done yeah yeah and then guys like i just want a small popcorn oh no yeah i'm like uh, oh my goodness sorry man it's, well, it's not did. showing tonight because the weather we're going no, home because i was already told i couldn't do it what yeah wow. yeah it's just like one of the but that's just always like not any other movies that we had like taken was there there were several other movies there, but like, why? Twi- why? One, one single man to see Twilight. The light show. It's just a funny story, I guess. It's a funny story. All right, this is episode 230 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday at 5 a.m. That's New York time on Podbean, which sends tributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we talk. We Start with the box office, current upcoming releases, what streaming trailers, and movies of the week. All right, let's get into the box office without further ado. Adieu. Number one, as no surprise, Quiet Place dominating again with another 11.7 million, bringing its worldwide total to 199.2. Good. That's a great number for post uh, for post pandemic. First movie to hit 100 million domestically since February of 2020. Jeez. And a little bit of note, last week I read the wrong box because we did it on – we recorded Sunday morning, so those numbers were not correct. I realized I was listening to the show. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not right. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that, but we recorded – But once out of 230 episodes, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Professional. All right. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> In the Heights. Now. Number two, In the Heights. 11.4 million worldwide, yeah. 11.4 million. Hey, when are we doing the um the 200th, 200th episode special? <laughs> Whenever I'm back in town long enough to like be there <laughs> – I got some plans for it. All right. <laughs> Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, 10.4 million, 68.3. That had a pretty good week. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, 10.0 million worldwide, 111.8. So that did in, in one That's week. That bad, did right? in one week that did uh, over a hundred. That's more than Quiet Place did. No, was it? No. No, your your math is off. No, 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 no. Hold on a sec. Quiet, did Quiet Place break the hundred million the first week? I don't think it did. What movie did you just say just did a hundred million? Conjuring. Conjuring did not do a hundred million dollars last week. Worldwide, this is one hundred and eleven eight hundred thousand. Worldwide, gives a shit? <laughs> I'm just, no, 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 I'm just saying though. That's that's the number. It did 10, 10 million here, but that's Quiet Place funny. only did eleven million here. So. Yeah, but it had a hundred. It already has a hundred million domestic. Uh, well, let's, let me look at the breakdown. Just keep talking. <laughs> go, go to the next number. It does. Uh, hundred. Uh, Quiet Place does barely has one hundred eight million ninety domestic or not ninety international. Domestic, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cruella number five that brought in a meager six point seven million, bringing its worldwide to one hundred twenty nine million. 
Jeez Louise. It's not bad for a movie on, on two platforms, though. No, it's not. It's, it's okay not movie. at all. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, we talked about last week. We, you know, I, it was better than I expected. So, I've been... A lot of people this week at my office uh, gave it a go because I, I um, recommended it. And two of them were happy. One of them was like, eh, I could have done without it. Did you recommend it after you had them listen to our show? Or had I, them watch it and then listen well, to our show? Well, two people, two people listened no. to the episode because they had seen... They had seen Quiet Place and they had seen Cruella, and they were both said, as far as they were, I mean, we hit the points on Quiet Place pretty well. Of course but, I did. Yeah, I'm Great. a fucking professional. <laughs> I'm a fucking man. All right, all right, all right. I love that you had to clarify that for you, and I don't have to clarify that for me. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, look, the box office is, is hopefully we start getting these just. Because we're going into summer, and we're in summer. We're getting these big – I hope these big releases start doing some big numbers. I'm sick of seeing tiny numbers. Well, I mean, I think Quiet Place is kind of showing that it just takes the right movie, you know, and people are starting to come back. I'm movies. shocked that Peter Rabbit and In the Heights did not bring in $100 million. Together, shocked. combined. You, are, you, are you really uh, – I love your sarcasm. It's wonderful. I have uh, never <laughs> once been sarcastic on the show. <laughs> All right. Current and upcoming <laughs> – well, I mean, yeah. So, okay, so this past weekend, June 11th, brought us In the Heights, Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, which we're talking about next week. So next Friday, well, actually this coming Wednesday into Friday, we have The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, Fatherhood, yes, and, and Pixar's Luca. So that's, that's, that's exciting. And then the week after is Fast and Furious 9. Small indie film. The small indie film you may have heard of, you know. Low budget. July starts off pretty strong with Boss Baby, Family Business, or Forever Purge, and The Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War, please make a note, is an Amazon streaming movie. July 9th is Black Widow, which is in theaters and Disney+. Plus. July 16th July 16th is, is the big movie, Escape Room, Terminal Champion, Space Jam, A New Legacy. I'm kidding. That's actually two movies. Escape Room, Terminal I'm Champions. <laughs> well, the one week you were like, is that all one movie? Well, you just the way you just rolled it together. <laughs> And then the week after, July 23rd, Hotel Transylvania, Transformania, Old, and Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Those are three movies. Old Snake Eyes. Old Snake Eyes. And then we have Jungle Cruise on July 30th. From its original slate, what, last year? It's been a year now since it was. It's been a year. I want to confess something, guys. Yeah. We've been talking talking about Jungle Cruise for a few weeks now. They mentioned in this book. And I thought that was that uh, that murder on the Nile movie, <laughs> Death on the Nile. Yeah, it is I, not that. I'm far less excited about, about Jungle Cruise. Why am I the only one? I like Emily Blunt. And wait, hold on, hold on. So the cast of Jungle Cruise, The Rock, and Emily Blunt, have they ever given you a reason to doubt either one of them? No. So then, why, Roger? Why are you not like as excited as I am for Jungle? Wait, why? Should, why should I be excited for this though? Well, I'm, I'm not saying you should. Just because it has The Rock and Emily Blunt in it does not mean like. A Disney movie that means I have to watch it. No, but I'm just saying it's just it's just it's just not my kind of movie. If I had to like be excited, okay, that's fair. I, I I get that. That's besides, didn't we already watch The Rock do this in a movie you know, called Jumanji? Yeah, you're right. We we did. You're right. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to it. I like both the stars, so I'm looking forward to it. As long as it's not bad, I'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, I hope it doesn't. Just hope it doesn't suck. If, you had, if I had to pick between Peter Rabbit two and Junk. I'm, I'm of course picking. Lucky for you, you don't get oh, to pick. Yeah, lucky, lucky, Woo-hoo. lucky for you. All right, and lucky. Oh, I forgot. You know, I forgot to do that. What streaming Netflix? We'll take a look at that next week. I did not prep that for this week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> professional. 
I guess I might just cut that out and like do another like no, just do myself. Do no, a lot, do a lot. All right, let's talk about some trailers. Let's talk about Respect with Jennifer Hudson. Gentlemen, first thoughts. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they portray the story, and it's nice to see Jennifer Hudson is only going to do movies where she sings now. I guess. I mean, it's fair. Yeah, I mean, she's good at it. <laughs> I mean, she's got a hell of a voice. Let's be honest about that. Yeah. You know, as I say, and you know, The Rock's only going to do moves where he can where he can look big and do big things. You know, so it's fine. But see, play to his strengths. Yeah, I mean, it's he, fine. He's built for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so is just Jennifer Hudd. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, it's probably good. Uh, this is. I just time. hope it's not terrible because yeah. some not all of these bio uh, these biopic musicals have been excellent. There's been a couple of really good ones. Some but are really some good. Are yeah. Not great yeah so i'm not excited for this one but we'll see i mean it might it might surprise me i mean listen it'd be excellent if it fell somewhere in between like ray and rocket man mm-hmm. that'd be great you know because those are two 10 movies yeah, i think my favorite one we've seen so far is other than the sound of metal or the um uh, the one with um ma Raimi's black bottom sure i, also love, I love that movie. that was a good movie that was really really good actually so i mean yeah. I- I'm kind of indifferent on it only because, like, I either love the love biopics and musicals or I'm just not crazy about them. So, but this one, I mean, if nothing else, it's got a strong cast. So, you look forward sure. to that. So, I mean, I, I, I do usually err on the side of really enjoying a musical. So, maybe, I mean, I'm hoping it'll be great. We all know Aretha Franklin is, uh, a, has, I mean, is, has her place in history for a very good reason. So, I mean, she is a hell of a singer. So, hopefully, Jennifer Hudson can pay her the. Uh, give her the props that she deserves. Yeah, you guys just—I I bet you guys are awkwardly just staring at each other right now. No, I was falling asleep on my mic, just waiting Thank for you to the next movie. Appreciate that. All right, the next one. Let's talk about the protege. First thoughts, gentlemen. All right, John Wick. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think it has those John Wick vibes to it? Well, I mean, it's made by the John Wick team, so yeah, I do. I'm looking. I like. I like a good action movie. Anytime it says "made by the team that brought you John Wick," you have at least earned my like. I'm going to watch this trailer. I mean, (laughs) I I know we use this. I use this example a lot, but it's kind of the Marvel fallacy. They haven't given me a reason not be like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to watch this movie." So I'm. I can't wait to see it. I hope it's fun. I hope it's in the John Wick universe because I want them all to be at this point. But. Uh, every, every movie, even The Conjuring and John it's Wick. It's all good. Movie. Yeah, no, if they can all tie into John Wick eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you, how awesome would it be for John Wick to shoot some damn demons, though, right? Or to take on they the demons, yeah. Constantine, oh, right? Yeah. One of <laughs> good callback, Roger. Good callback. I my top five. But, I mean, I'm sorry. Constantine. I like that movie. It, it, it's got it's got a little bit of everything that I like in it. I think Constantine could have been much better. I can like a bad movie. You are allowed to absolutely. Well, I think, listen, all I, mean, I said was I'm sorry. Oh, well. I don't know why you took offense to that. I took a lot of offense. That's. <laughs> I don't think Constantine is nearly as. I think Constantine's actually. If I mean, I feel like Constantine's an underrated movie. Next you know? time, I think it's very a Constantine movie, maybe they'll actually pull from like a real comic book thread from him, and maybe you'll get a. Well, movie. see, I I watched the Constantine movie. Before I even knew that the com the oh, constant okay. comic existed, all right. Dude, movie, dude, you had to look at different different sides. Yeah, that movie brought me into that where I can see where like fans of that could be like, eh, but as a standalone movie, if, if it's just cut by itself, cool ass movie. You ever watch any of the DC animated stuff that they do? Which is all of it is very good. Yes, the portrayal they have of John Constantine is excellent. Okay, so you might want to check that out. All right, 
It's Constantine. DC has some DC has some fantastic animated movies. They do. They definitely do. Yes. It'd be incredible if their actual movies <laughs> right? were that good. <laughs> I am um, in my office just finished Invincible. He's like, did you guys talk about Invincible? I'm like, hell yeah, we, we loved it. We loved it. He's a big fan. He's really nerding out about all those. My power meme has become like a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Look what they have to do just to have a fraction of our power. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, I was, you know, I that turned my view around on that kind of thing. I, I you know, wasn't huge on that kind. Of, um, that shit was incredible. Yeah, that Invincible is very good. He gave us a couple other things. He he started naming off like, oh, you should watch this, this, this. And I'm like, hold on, cowboy. I, I you know, I'm new to the Finland. I'm new to that oh. kind of universe, so. All right now. So, okay, okay, back to the protege. I was going to say, we haven't talked about protege at all yet. <laughs> I, okay, Chris, well, I mean, what what are you looking forward to the most about protege? You just watched the trailer. For it to be like John Wick. All right, that's fair. I mean. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we talked about that for a second. For a second. Then we, we, did, we definitely did. Then we got into Constantine, but whatever. You guys want to talk about Invisible again for a while? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, back to you. No, the protege. Come on. Okay, Sam we Jackson. About a unicorn a little bit ago. Oh yeah, yeah. We should bring up the unicorn talk. Can we do the unicorn, oh Grayson? God. Let's do the unicorn. Samuel Jackson, Michael Keaton, Maggie Q, Robert Patrick. It's got a good cast. I love that um, Michael Keaton's like, "I'll be in your movie. I don't fucking care." Anymore. Well, and like and we mentioned Samuel Jackson. I think he's he's doing the thing where he shows up for like twenty five minutes, gets killed off, gets his paycheck, doesn't have to show up anymore. So that's kind of cool. I'm, I'm glad to see him working still. <laughs> I mean, did you think Sam wasn't going to work anymore, Sam Jackson? No, no, but it's just—it's just funny that like it seems like he has like he's just doing these minor roles because he's just that damn established at this point. He's—he's he's come to that point in his career, and it's—it's it's just cool to see. You know, grew up watching a lot of Samuel Jackson stuff. So. You think you think if a guy like Sam Jackson, like he's like goes to a studio and like guys, I love the script, but they're like, yeah, well, you're not in it. He's like, can you write me in for four minutes? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'd like to be. <laughs> what do you What do you do? Say so, like, sorry, I, Sam. I also need an executive credit. <laughs> I want to work for. I want. I want two two full days of work, and I'm out. But I want four minutes of screen time. Make it happen. <laughs> I, 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 I bet you the screenwriters you'd be like, "All right, we can make that work." Okay, okay, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. So I look. I just want. I just. I'm, I get a big thing for a good action film. I just want it to be good, especially like assassin films. You know, because I just, you know what I just watched this week, Roger, and I was very disappointed a second time in American Assassin. My movie's bad. It just wasn't, I just, it wasn't I good thought, it was I thought you know, maybe I just didn't give it a fair shake the first well, time and I'll give it, but it's just, no. Well, and like, as of late with the John Wick trilogy and then us having um, Wrath of Man and Nobody, those are, those have all been fun, good action movies. So it's, you know, I think that you want that train to keep rolling and just get excited about them. You want to be good. You want to be like those ones. Well, just remember for the longest time, a generic action movie, like gunplay, you know, search around, beat them up. They weren't really like respected movies. So they weren't, you didn't get very good acting. You didn't get very good storytelling. All it took was a couple of good movies to be like, Hey, you know, if we do this right, people love this shit. Yeah. Like we can't, we, we go from like John, you know, from like guns of Kimbo to John Wick. And it's a whoa, whoa, whoa. difference. It was Guns it, and Kimbo it was, it was good. is a good it, movie. It, it's a very niche good I'll get, movie. I'll get real serious for a minute. Guns <laughs> and Kimbo is a good movie. Don't fucking <laughs> talk about it like that. It was a fun <laughs> movie. I knew Rocky was going to take offense. I knew he was going to get upset about the that. The quality is I know what you're saying. vastly different. You know what I mean? So, Well, but there's also the respected action movie, which is you know the John Wick, the, the Bourne films, stuff like that. And there's all, But then there's Guns and Kimbo, which 
is like the Mortal Kombat of that universe. It knows it's silly. It knows what it is, but it was also pretty decent too. I mean, what that that was Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, that was Daniel Radcliffe. He yeah. for some reason I forget why he had guns on his hands. But how's, Red, how's Radcliffe doing anyway? He's I mean, fine. Yeah, is he good? All right, he's cool. good. Look, I'm sure he's not hurting he for money, Chris. Danny R. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's not hurting for money, Chris. I'm sure that's the case. But I need my, I need my, my future Wolverine to be in good shape still. Well, do you really think he's okay? Okay, do you really think he's, man? He's got a he's got a snowball's chance in hell of being uh, of being Wolverine. Do you really think that's that, an actual thing? Everyone thought that Hugh Jackman was a terrible choice. Look what happened. He was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there's a story behind that too, though. And I, <laughs> I, I mean, there was a story, and I told you that story. But I mean, just remember, no name actors such as Chris Hemsworth once became Thor. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> That's true. He I actually just watched the interview. Said the people who cast him in Thor had to. They were they were taking a gamble on him. He had Thor and uh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. <laughs> Thor and Loki. Wow. I guess we'll go with these two guys. I mean, you know, Tom Hiddleston and who's this guy? Chris Hemsworth. What are we gonna talk about Loki next week? Uh, next week, I'm damn ready. it! I, I'm, I watched. Y'all watched it. I'm already. ready. Did you? It's fucking awesome. I, I haven't. Uh, I was. I was see, wait. Okay. Okay. So you watched how how many episodes now, Roger? One. Yeah, one. One's yeah. available. Only one's available. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it is it already is it already dealing with the time changing trickery or no? Um, listen, you just need to watch it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happens. It's pretty spectacular. So, so goddamn exciting! Oh, dude, it's, <laughs> I already know that it's going to be just awesome. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm excited as long as look. We always say this, and this is no I did watch phrase. that the day that I day drank the whole time though. So. <laughs> So we, it might have been, Listen, might it have was, been mediocre. No, I'm pretty sure it was still good. Drunk, Drunk Rogers is like, whoa. We say we say this. This is an overused phrase in our show, but it's actually very relevant. I mean, yes, but Marvel hasn't given us a reason to discount. They everything they do is 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 on the probably top end of good. <laughs> what Loki? No, we rewatch what? Loki. Yeah, he said no. No, he didn't. Oh, okay, this conversation is going nowhere, so let's move on. How about the last movie, gentlemen? Uh, let's talk about Tick, Tick, Boom with Andrew Garfield, who was Spider-Man for a few what years. What in the hell is this? <laughs> I mean, are you seriously asking? Or are you asking? Yeah. Chris, what is weird. this? Chris, why don't no, you answer? What do you? What is super weird. I mean, it, it's it's a musical. It's going to be. I'm sure it's going to be happening in his head when it comes down. So to is it. he like schizophrenic? I mean, I, okay, so give me, I'll answer that in a minute. Lynn Manuel Miranda directed this. You know this. the answer? No, I, I don't, but I'm going to give oh. you I'm going to give you a fair shot at it. Uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda directed it. He's does nothing but good things. <laughs> the cast is Bradley Whitford, Eric drinks his own pee, Vanessa Hudgens, Andrew Garfield. Let's see who else. Uh, Noah Robbins, uh, Beth Malone. So it's got a decent cast. Do you have any reason to doubt Lynn Manuel Lynn Manuel Miranda? No, but that's my point. Is this next week will be the test though? Because in the height, I mean, he states, doesn't have nearly as much stuff built up as like the people that did John Wick to me. No, no, no. Of course, you, you and you're you're right about that. But as of right now, I mean, he's he's a very when talented. It comes to writing musicals and stuff like that, I know he's got talent for that. So yeah. No, well, I don't know what's happening. I said people like this is shit. <laughs> here's the here's the okay, so here's the um the. 
here's the description of Tick Tick Boom on IMDb. It's on the cusp of his 30th birthday, a promising young theater composer navigates love, friendship, and the pressure of life as a New York City artist. So, and Daniel um, Larson, Matthew Larson, must have some roots in this, even though he is he did Rent, right? That's that, that's that's the mind behind Rent. John, I'm sorry, yes. John, Jonathan Larson. Sorry, Jonathan Larson. He wrote the book. Um, he is actually he passed away many years ago, but I mean, it's so this is his book. So, I mean, Larson did Rent, and I can't. He didn't do. I mean, he he rewrote it, but I can't. Rent's pretty good. It's very well very well respected. So I mean. Should, should this be taken any any differently and until it we see it and it isn't? Do I watch it and don't like it? No, because that's not fair. Of course, okay, fair, okay. So right now, I think we can give it the benefit of the doubt and say it looks. I think it looks horrendously entertaining. I mean, horrendously entertaining. Like, I mean that to be like very entertaining. But that's just me. I like Andrew Garfield. I like what the kid can do. I think he's extremely talented. So anything that he's got the bill, the top billing, I am all for watching. And as always, Bradley Whitford. <laughs> and we, we have a good laugh at that every time. And yeah. I, I, I like to see what Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens is up to every now and again. That's always fun. Mm, last we saw her, she was in what? Uh, bad Boys? Oh, was that? Was she? That was her yeah. Bad Boy, wasn't that? Yes, of course. Uh, I don't know if that's the last thing she did. It's the last thing I remember her in. Oh, she's, she's actually cast in Army of the Dead Las Vegas, the, the TV series. Great. I know, and the bad boys for life. Tons of tons of undiscovered and undiscussed things in that. Maybe they'll tell us about weird robots. So much, so, yeah, so much. Well, here's, workings there. Here's the thing: there's probably an actual story to tell there. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> they needed a series first and then a movie, but it's fine. Sure. All right. all right, all right. That's enough of those trailers. We're, we're, we're looking at. It's always nice to have fresh trailers. Let's uh, all right. Let's start our conversation off with Spirit Untamed. Roger, you have ten seconds to tell us what Spirit Untamed is about. It's about a horse and a little girl. Great, thank you. No, Chris, sorry. Chris, you want to help Matt? You want to yeah, add something? Hold on, I got it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's be fair here now. I'm trying to so so Spirit Untamed. Now I have never seen it, but Chris, you say your daughters are kind of crazy about the Netflix okay. show. Yeah, so I have a little bit more. Yeah, Chris actually has to talk stuff on this than than you know you guys do. So I've seen the original movie twenty years ago. We I think we've all at least know of it. I, I at least knew what it was. Okay, yeah, and I got a six year old and a three year old, and my six year old really loves the animated show. She's watched it through a couple times. And, it's on uh, Netflix, right? Yes, yeah. It's a Netflix series. This movie is like a different rendition of the beginning of that series is all this is. A lot of a lot of the same characters. I don't know if they're made this, you know, to, to cash in on their Netflix spirit audience or something. I don't know why this movie's a thing and a theatrical thing at that. Because this was a slightly worse telling of the beginning of the series, is all it is. The characters are, are kind of watered down people that matter didn't matter as much in this they're not as impactful and it's just a, a well animated bad story that's the best way for me to describe this can i ask a question about the show yes so maybe please maybe, well, I, I mean you might not be able to how long has the show been around do you three know seasons so it's three so are we talking like three years or like that weird every couple of months the season comes out uh like like almost two years now at this point okay when, so when did it start it's okay 
uh, probably back in like 2019, 2018. Okay, okay. So it's one not thing like I was thinking about because I did check the records. This movie's been in development since 2019. Okay, okay. All right. That I know is true. Well, so that lines up. Then this is so like that's the first season of this show. Okay. So maybe that was like, oh, this was so good. Let's make a movie. Well, because I, mean, I was wondering maybe if they did it backwards and the movie just never got the go ahead. Maybe or like they had had this made, or at least most of it made, and were like, well now we're kind of stuck and then COVID hit and then things went weird for Netflix, Netflix, we have money. But it doesn't, it doesn't sound like that's the case though. But I don't know. Cause listen, obviously (laughs) there's a lot wrong with this movie. I mean, the real short version of it is this movie is strictly geared towards children, which is very disappointing for a DreamWorks movie because listen, we have seen the very best of DreamWorks Mm -hmm with How to Train Your Dragon and Shrek and movies like Megamind that do a really good job of bringing adults into this. Even Trolls stuff has like has, sure. has enough comedy to be, you know, to keep the parents involved. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. However, this has none of that. Literally zero. And I want to so before so the conversation did you know I was expecting to be like I was still kind of lost with who the characters were, how the mom died. I, I well, they do a pretty bad job. Well, at so in the series, they don't tell you how the mom dies. I like the dead mother thing, though. It's just consistency through like all of yeah, these like yeah, animated. Yeah. So like so in this one, at least they at least answer that, or like you know that's like you know like something that's a part of the plot in a way, whatever motivations and all that and such. But other than that, it's this is very cut and dry, right? You know, girls from a string. Why is the answer to have your kid parent to do abandon your child? Here, go to the city until you grow up a little bit older. Blah, 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 blah. Like, that's <laughs> stupid, right? Like, well, so the first one, I don't. So I had just started working at Carmichael when this one came out in 2002. But I don't, I mean, I remember watching it, but like, I don't remember because I watched everything that came out when I was Nowhere near the same years. thing. But no. like I, I don't remember anything about the first movie. But I was, I was drinking and partying in college. Spirit was not on the way. <laughs> so okay, here's a description of the first one from IMDb. A wild stallion is captured by humans and slowly loses the will to resist training. Yet, throughout his struggles for freedom, the stallion refuses to let go of the hope that one day of one day returning home to his herd. And it's he's voiced. So Spirit talks by Matt Damon. James Cromwell is the colonel. It isn't, it isn't voiced. It's narrated. Okay, so it's. I see. That's something. I mean, it's like, it, 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 it's like, yeah, it's like what the horse is thinking. Interesting. So Matt Damon plays his spirit. So he's the voice of the narration. That nice. okay? Gotcha. Gotcha. So Chris, do, do your daughters watch the one from two thousand and two, or do they yeah. even know it exists? Yeah, they've seen all all, all, all things spirit related. Well, my six year old really deep into in it. the spirit verse. They are. They are like <laughs> my six year old can answer specific questions about what happens to the characters. It's oh, it's kind man. of interesting. So I for you. <laughs> this is one of the first <laughs> times. So bad. No, I mean, the but series isn't terrible. But Chris, I mean, you this is yeah. But here's the thing: you're probably gonna have to watch this movie again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will. Yeah. Think but, about who, it. but who can? Okay. I mean, if you, if you do, is that the worst thing in the world? I mean, this movie. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? This movie's pretty bad. I will never watch this movie again. Like, if my kid wants to watch it later on, and that's fine, I'll be like, "Go put it on in your bedroom." <laughs> I guess yeah. yeah. It's not like, Daddy, will you watch this movie? No. Uh, uh, no. A big problem comparing this to the series, which it usually it's isn't fair. Usually isn't fair. It's fair here because this movie is the series. Just the series light is all Wait, this how, is. How, old, how long are the episodes for the series like 20 minute episodes so like regular like yeah. 30 minute yeah, regular okay. showrunner stuff for a cartoon kids show 
the like the the dad's character in the show and the best friend's dad their their characters are the complete opposite the complete opposite in this movie they're so stupid in this movie like actual stupid human beings bad parents whereas in the series they're the ones teaching the life lessons they actually have like purpose you know one runs a railroad company one does something you know something else that's important to the town and they're they're the ones that like round about teaching the life lessons and this is like oh you did some dangerous things i'm gonna let you do it again and then that's it you know that, that's their whole thing next time you won't jump off that mountain will you <laughs> of course you uh, will of course yeah so it's, it's it could have died there. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> I, so I have questions. Not so much questions, but kind of just because this is the first time in a long time that I just felt very lost watching a movie. And I'm just coming at it from a point of view as someone who, you know, got a ticket, went and sat down and was watching what I didn't really have much knowledge about. But I mean, I just, they don't really, like you Chris, Chris, they don't really do a good job of laying out narrative at all. Like, I mean, if, if, if people are going to be dead and out of the picture, you've got to explain why. Especially well, the mom, if the character is longing longing for for them, or the mom, the, for instance, the, finds her bedroom. The mom did horse tricks and died doing a horse trick. See, I, I kept think, trying to recall. Like, I think that's <laughs> relevant. Well, <laughs> so the dad doesn't want the daughter playing with horses. There you go. There's your horses there's, are devil animals. <laughs> so okay, so but here's the, I the cast. Mom would be so proud. Here's the reason I can't write this movie off is the cast. So Isabella Merced, she's the one who did Dora the Explorer. She was, I think she was the, yeah, she was the one in, uh, what was the movie like about the family, Instant Family with yeah. uh, Walt Wahlberg? She was actually okay. Yeah, she's in a remake, I think it's called Father, she's, I guess in a different telling of Father of the Bride with with Andy Garcia coming out soon. Great. Diego <laughs> Bonetta. Um, but yeah, she did, she's been in a couple of things. This one, Instant Family, Sicario, Day of the Soldado. I forgot she was in that. She was in Transformers the last night. Um, she's done a lot of voice acting too for the Kingdom Good. Hearts game. That's where, so. that's where the money is. Yeah. God damn, I gotta get into that. Like, so my wife who watched like me, my wife and my daughters who watch this in theaters, my wife is very forgiving of movies, especially kids' movie stuff. She was in she was like appalled she by was the, mad. She was appalled by the by the yeah. by the last scene, by the climax of this movie where like, you know, the kids are like fighting people on a boat horses are jumping into water and swimming to safety and it's just <laughs> it's like, kind of infuriating well, well, yes. like, your wife's like no horses can't swim <laughs> no is that not what you <laughs> 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 i mean how i don't i'm sorry i don't want to make fun of me but i don't understand like what it, how do you get to that point and be like this is what's wrong with this movie well it's not it's, well it's, the ending's bad it's because not just the that. whole movie's bad but like baking up to that point I guess finally you're just like, no, this movie sucks. Yeah. She was like just waiting on be like, please God, let the ending be okay. Yeah. And she's just like fucking just taps out. Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, for this. so wait, you said your 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 wife and kids watched it. You weren't with them in the no, theater? No, I, we all went to the okay. theater okay. watched this. So he had them do recon. Yeah. The, the, the reason the reason that I the reason I don't want to completely write this movie off is because somehow it attracted Isabella Merced, Jake Gyllenhaal, McKenna Grace, Walton Goggins, Julianne Moore. Now, Julianne Moore, Walton Goggins, McKenna Grace, Jake Gyllenhaal are all Academy Award, Award Academy nominated oh, people. Right. Let, let's talk about the voice acting. Okay, it's got a nice cast. Yeah. Listen, they phoned this shit in so hard. I and think everyone except I don't even care. I think everyone except McKenna Grace phoned it in. Walton yeah. Goggins was generic. Julianne Moore was generic, but I thought like, Kenneth Grace was, was the characters that they play. Did they have to be famous people? 
Not in this Does movie. it make a damn bit of difference? I actually think it didn't. I mean, people that aren't yet famous probably get really angry when like really famous people want to do these roles because it takes them away. You know, just why do you want to do roles that well, don't, you know, voice acting isn't the same as acting. That's no, I, I understand. That. I well, and actually, it probably kept them busy during a lockdown. Maybe. You know yeah, what I mean? That's possible. Like that's that's so, maybe that's something, something they can do remotely. And hey, listen, send in sound files. I need a couple of days worth of work, a couple hours at a time. You know, we'll give you eighty thousand. They're like, all right, send me a script. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because listen, I do voice acting. Hey. Just sit sit in front of a microphone like this. This movie has a great cast and it's well animated. I was gonna say the the animation style I, I liked at times and other yeah, times it, I didn't. It actually is no, very pretty. Is really it's good, pretty. Yeah. But here's the thing: it's very clean looking, which which sometimes animal crackers we run into issues with. But I mean, I wasn't huge That's on the, the story. That's the last bad one we watched, right? I think so. Last bad it animated. Feels like the last. Yeah, because well, hold on. Can, can we discuss? I want to discuss one. It's going to be a minor detail thing. So sometimes we watch movies that are family movies. Mm-hmm. This movie is not a family this movie, is a right? This is a movie. kid's movie. Yes. It suffers because it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Because they don't have the family or the more... I don't want... When I say adult-themed, I don't mean that kind of adult-themed. But like... It's all about unicorns. The, yeah, it's right. A circle back <laughs> conversation. Um, when, you, when you go the route of strictly driving for a children audience and you cut the... The more intelligent, more sure, a little bit deeper dialogue. That's the way you say it. Yeah, deeper dialogue. Look, I'm smart. Um, you really alienate somebody like me because um, it was just me and my wife. Yeah. And I'm, t- no, and and I looked at because I know I knew my kid has no desire to see this, and I looked at my wife how I threw. I'm like, this is really really bad. When you say that, I think, ooh, that's a tough watch for two adults. It is. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It, it, you it, trust been, me. It is. You should have been drunk watching this one. <laughs> that's when you end up in jail though there's, there's a heavily intoxicated man in spirit booing <laughs> we ask him nicely and then we had to call the cops and then he's no, but i mean i think that's face. a big deal like i didn't have my daughter with me i know she doesn't care about this this is a hard movie to watch i mean grayson you went was it fun to sit there and watch this movie by yourself no, it wasn't. I actually couldn't wait for it to be over, only because I. <laughs> right. like, I mean, look, 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 look. I mean, my watch going. It's only got about fifteen more minutes, right? And then at like fifteen minutes, it's like it's gotta, it's fucking gotta be. But over. here's the here. Okay, so they're like one or two times a year it happens, and I'm just like, I'm just not into this movie whatsoever. I and secretly just... hoped I would fall asleep. <laughs> yep, there it is. Because that's just time travel. <laughs> But this this is this is that movie future me right now. This is this is that movie for me is just one movie that I just I didn't get into. I was lost. I mean, it was very it's it's a very simple plot. I I don't like movies that even kids movies, albeit that completely just so they went over this mountain in like a day. <laughs> like this, this, this entirely death mountain that like even the even the most fit physical people in a week couldn't get past and on horses. And no, you know, no food, no change of clothes, no nothing. The no amount nothing. of the amount of skill she has riding a horse from never riding a horse. Bareback. Yeah, bareback, no oh. saddle, no reins, nothing. Incredible. Yep. <laughs> Incredible. I'm step. just saying, I mean, look, you have to kind of really, you know, it's the willing suspense of drama is kind of how you get into movies. But <laughs> this one, you really have to suspend everything you've got. Now, 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 I'll say this. My six-year-old 
loved it. Of course. It all up. Well, I you mean, know, this is a kid's though. movie. And what about your younger daughter? She's so my younger daughter, her attention span on movies, it, it's if you best, you know, sure. all the time. But I mean, she was into it until, until like, you know, she had to be, she had to be disturbed for a moment. And then all of a sudden it was like, she's done. She checked out of that movie. I want to go home. Yeah. yeah but, I know you do, sweetheart. But, so does know. I don't mean to laugh so hard about it, but like, that's, yeah, I know, sweetheart. I, I can't understand. Like, I just, too. So, okay, question to your question then, Roger, about when do you think – do you think there's a time that – so, Roger – so, Chris's six-year-old loved it, and it's – but it's speaking directly to her and not much she's, older. She's a fan, so listen, yeah. this the, that's the person that has to love this movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Because, listen, if your six-year-old was like, it wasn't – I don't like it, that's really bad, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> listen, we're allowed not to like it because, listen, we are not the demo for this movie yeah. at all. I mean, this movie's not very good. So. Well, you said it best. This isn't a family's movie. This is a kid's movie. This is a kid's movie, movie yeah. right? Yeah. So. so, but I mean, when when we're scoring it, because it did so well with Chris's daughter, don't you kind of no. have to look at it with no, some, no, some no, no. I, positive I, I, this, is, this is our experience, our opinions about watching movies. We, we, we've... Now, we, listen, I may have had a different opinion if I took my daughter and she loved every minute of it. And yeah. listen, listen, that would have made me happy. Yeah. But like Chris even went and his daughter loved it. He still was like, "This movie's dog shit." Yeah. So well, I, I get it, but in, in, in the same, it's, not, it's our viewing perspective. You know what I mean? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I, I got you. That's fair. Um, I also loved. I also love the voice work of Andre Brower. I love that guy in his voice. He did. Yeah. Um, he does all kinds of stuff. Which one is he? Uh, he's uh, he was the uh, his voice in this was he was Al Granger. He was the the guy who owned the stables. Yeah, oh, with, okay. with with his daughter, he, he was the he's the guy in the mist, the the non believer in the mist. If you remember that movie, I just watched that recently. No, um, yeah, he's I like his voice, and he's not he doesn't have one of those iconic voices, but he could. If you I mean he's one of those guys that might one day step up into that role to have one of those Morgan Freeman voices, but I really enjoyed that his voice work too. But I mean, so you know, okay, for example, we talked about Mortal Kombat being a three on our scale, but. On the on the Mortal Kombat scale, it's a great. I mean, it's a great Mortal Kombat in a Mortal Kombat universe. Now, if Spirit for us is let's say a two and a half or a three, but Chris's daughter, his six year old, would give a much higher score. But listen, this would be an eight. But okay, okay. But here's my point though. Well, here's 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 my question then. If she loved it and the movie was meant to speak to her age group, you know, plus or minus a few years. Don't you have to at least denote that when you're talking about? I when? think it's only fair if she judges Mortal Kombat first, because <laughs> then we can have a baseline comparison. Uh, when, when she does her episode of her podcast, as she talks in about movies, I'll ask her what she scored it. All right, fair. Wait, hold on. Do you think she'd invite you on? Nope, not, not at all. <laughs> not. Probably. Probably not. Not a I chance. I thought it was going. All right, so let's. I get okay. So spirit just didn't speak to us, and I mean, we look. We did give it a fair shake. I, I, I you I, go I so far to say spirit was tamed. Oh my, okay. Uh, or tame. Let's I'm move sorry, to score this then. <laughs> let's move to score this, and I want to go yeah. last. You want to go last? Oh, why do you get to go last? All right, I'll go first. <laughs> so well animated, great cast, garbage movie. It's a two. All right, Roger. Everything that Chris said. <laughs> two. All right. I am also I'm gonna give it two and a half. If he goes everything Chris said, two and a half. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> um, I like the animation. 
I like the voice. I like the voice cast more than I like their performance. If that makes oh, yeah. sense. Oh yeah. Well, listen, good cast. They, 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 great yeah. performance. And this it is looks, this is why I was so animated. Oscars coming out of spirit. I'll tell you that right now. But this is why I was so excited to talk to Christo about this because so the denote I have to put here is the person this movie was talking to loved it, and she I'm sure would watch it again and again and again. Exactly. No, 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 no. So, if you got kids that, that watch the show or. Are interested in it? They're gonna love this movie. It's a good kids movie. So who do you so you so you you recommend this to people with kids? Then I mean that's we always talk kids, about who we recommend that this know to. this show. Yeah, kids that that would like this style of movie. You know, if if they only like the high quality like Frozen style stuff with you know great visuals and wonderful songs and you know the Disney formula, they probably won't like this very much either comparatively. You know, but you know, if you got a kid that likes you know the series and stuff, they'll love this movie. It's it's, it's more of the same. Well, the one thing this movie does have going for it, and it's kind of a surprise, it's not that because it does have the Netflix series. It's an easily accessible series yeah. for millions of people. This feels like a bad Netflix movie that somehow made it. I feel like you're. I feel like they. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the, 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 However, though, I know it must not be solely backed by Netflix because it's only ninety minutes. Thank Christ. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Also, is Two hours long. I'd have shot myself in the face. I don't. So I don't remember seeing trailers for that. Like even so. No, even, I, I didn't know this was a thing until like four weeks ago. So here's the yeah. thing about Spirit Untamed is I think it was made with the intent, at least up to a certain point, to be a streaming only for Netflix. And then Netflix said, like, "Yeah, let's do it." So I saw the budget. I saw the budget for this movie, and the budget's only thirty million dollars. Okay. That's not much, especially for an animated movie with a level. Excuse me, with the amount of the the cast that they have, that definitely feels like a Netflix ish budget. Okay. Budget. So, is there a chance that this movie is just pushed out? Because, like you said, you didn't hear anything about it about four weeks mm-hmm. ago. I think this thing is just pushed out because Netflix, like, maybe had this in the can, or maybe like started this at one point and looked and saw, huh. There are no kids movies out between in this window. Let's well, just push a movie. Out. I don't. I don't remember the opening credits very much. Did it say like this was a Netflix production? I don't think it did. Right? No. No. It, 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 I, I was. I was it, looking for that because I had the same theatrical no. stuff that has Netflix ties. Says like Netflix yeah. Studios and things like that. This did not have that. Mm. So maybe they offered it to him and they told him no. Maybe. Okay. Maybe they're like, "This is dog shit." Well, but but you, I mean, you also, but I mean. You also, as a, th- I mean, this, look, we know because of, other, of certain release windows, especially Roger and I working in a movie theater for, you know, a, I was working there for two decades, is certain release windows, movies go to die and studios are okay with it. You know, they, they give it the whatever promotional package, you know, trailers and, you know, TV advertising, it's going out there to die. But there, there's a point, someone looked at this movie as a whole and said, guys, this is bad. And we, do, <laughs> and like, she's like, do you want to spend the money to, animate another couple of scenes try to make it better and they're like no just put it out there just get you it know, out let it go you know who else said that jake john hall his agent <laughs> but if, but i mean if okay so let's how much do you think jake john hall got for this 80k are you are you saying that because you know or are you saying that because that's how that's what you're i'm guessing 80k uh, i said eighty thousand earlier and you yeah. latched onto that number. that sounds good i, I like would that. bet you he got you know probably five hundred thousand for this julianne moore probably got five hundred thousand. i mean Walton, Walton Goggins and Kenneth Grace probably got half of that. $30 million oh, budget is possible. $30 million budget, but this is animated pretty well. Yeah. So, so that's not animation. cheap. No, no. Good ed- cutting edge animation. I'm not saying it's cutting edge, but even decent animation is never cheap. And and, and to, your, to your point earlier about it did look pretty, the animation is one of the top things going for it. It's just like everything moves the way it should in the world. It wasn't – they didn't cut corners. 
You know, so at least the animation put, looks just great. Just to put the budget in perspective, and this is unfair to this movie, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, cost $130 million to make. Damn. But that's a masterpiece. I mean... But that, but that was that was a good bit of years ago now, right? That's, that's like a decade ago, right? No. What? It was two years ago. Christopher, it was two years ago. The third movie. Oh, I'll say about the first movie. I'm sorry. No, How to Train Your Dragon, that was 2010. That was a decade ago. Yeah, okay. okay. And that movie, I would put that up against almost anime, any animated movie within five years of that. And did it you, still comes out good. Did you full first name me? I did. Because I thought, I thought you meant... I thought you, I thought you thought that... A Hidden World came out 10 years ago. I'm like, Chris, we talked about that like somewhat recently. And Roger and I, we, we each gave it 10s. Because like, it is a 10. It is a 10. But Spirit <laughs> Untamed is not a 10. The original How to Train Your Dragon, 11 years ago, cost $165 million. Shows you where animations come from, though. Yeah. But that was like a tier one DreamWorks project. No, that was like. Movie. I mean, it's a 10. Yeah, that's that's All one of the best. Aside, it's straight up. Every one of those movies is a ten. Yeah, it just they're so good. The story is so good. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. The story is so tight on those movies. The second one costs one hundred and forty-five. Right, are we good? Can we get out of this? Yeah, out of the spirit hole. <laughs> All right, let's move on to thirty. <laughs> move along. All right, let's move on to the movie of the week, The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It, which is the third Conjuring movie, but another installment in the Conjuring universe, which encompasses. All of the Conjurings, the Annabelle movies, of which there are three, The Nun and The Curse of La Llorona. La Llorona. <laughs> la, la, la. So, just to, so The Conjuring, worldwide, the first week, did do over $100 million. So, Good. The Conjuring, as I did a little bit of research, is without a doubt the most successful horror franchise of the past decade. And I, I'd, I'd, I'd be, willing, be willing to bet past two decades as well. Um, in it, the, it, two decades, you dig back into Saw. But do you really think Saw, all the movies did 100? Or they started dropping off pretty sharp? Uh, the original Saw movies did gangbusters money. They dropped off pretty quick. Yeah, I, remember, I, remember, I remember Saw 2 being just complete, a complete madhouse at that time. Yeah. Oh, I worked at Carmike. I know. It what was, was the other one? Paranormal Activity? That oh, thing pa- like those things. Out forever. Those things killed. But I'm... So, Conjuring. Oh, let's say the last decade then. Conjuring has ruled the roost with... Sure. I mean, that's fair to say. Yeah. yeah Conjuring is it. So, uh, I was, I think, of the three of us... I was the most excited to watch this because, I mean, I've always been kind of up on the Conjuring films, and I, I watched them all in the order in which James Wan said, if you want to cut up, this is how you watch them. I watched them in that order, and I got to say, like, though most of the movies are – like, the, the Nun and the Curse of La Llorona are, 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 are pretty, pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I like – I really like the fact that I, I, I have, you know, the MCU – The based around the Warrens. Yeah. Are good stories. I, I I like the fact that I, ha- I have the MCU in in a horror setting. I, I I dig the whole every it's all intermingled and tied together. Even though the dates are sometimes hard to because every movie they come up with isn't planned, so they have to like well we're what three year span can we fit this into? And well, so after this movie and um I went looking, they have like a bunch of published published stuff. So there's plenty more to pull from because I'm I mean we're gonna get another Conjuring right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. Um, what's the woman? What's her name? Oh, Vera Farmiga. No, no, no. What's her name? Oh, what's Lorraine. Her? Lorraine. 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 Lorraine just died two years ago. Like it seems like these are like really old because like that, this last movie set in nineteen eighty one. She didn't pass away until la- two years ago. Okay. So there's a lot there. He died in like two thousand two or something like that. So, um, 
I'll talk about uh, the Conjuring for a minute here because you know I it's been well documented that uh, I'm such a horror aficionado. Yes. <laughs> um, but the Conjuring movies, I don't really like. I'm okay with them. Like they're they're decently made. They're not bad. Like well, mostly the movie. I mean, they're they're decently made. They're tell a good story, and they're not just jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. But sometimes they're creepy as shit, which I can understand that. You know, um, this movie to me was very well made. Um, there are a couple of jump scares, obviously. You know, that stuff happens. You're going to have that. But yeah. the story behind this, where it's definitely spiritual based, I'm okay with that because it, it actually tells a pretty good story. And obviously they have to leave stuff out, but they make you understand, like, this is a real thing. This stuff's all connected and here's why. Like, they're not just like, oh, you know, she's possessed and it's this and it's that and it's this. They actually give you some evidence of this and show you where this stuff came from. And I really appreciate that because it, obviously I'm not a big horror movie guy, but if I can put something like, Hey, this is based in reality. It actually scares the shit out of me. Do, do we want to base this? Terrified. <laughs> terrified by this. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. It, like, but it leads to a much better story. Well, yeah, so, I mean, okay. Before we get into it, let me do the particulars. It just came out. Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga play the Warrens, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Then you have Rory O'Connor who plays Arn, the, the one who is um, – he's possessed. Uh, his girlfriend, Debbie, is played by Sarah Catherine Hook. Julian Hillard is the young boy in the beginning who is excised. Um, and John Noble I thought was excellent in this movie. Uh, we haven't – I mean he's, of course, Denethor in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He's done some things here and there. He's okay. on what, – what, what show was John Roger that you brought up not too long ago um, with Joshua Jackson? Fringe. Yeah, thank you, Amy. Fringe. Mighty Ducks. You know, buddy ducks now. <laughs> friend. No. Um, he's been a few things. Yeah, I'd I love John Noble in this as the ex priest. Remember that <laughs> <laughs> uh, my memory comes and goes. Most time it goes, but so the the strong point here, I think, is I love. I mean, Patrick Wilson and Vera are very good. They work so well together. They like, really do. They seem like they might actually not hate each other in real life, which helps. <laughs> Makes them being a married couple. Somewhat believable, yeah. right? Yeah. And then so, I mean, so Chris, you, this is the only movie in the Conjuring universe you have seen, as we've talked earlier about before we started short. So I want to get your thoughts as jumping into the Conjuring universe. What what are your, like, give me, just take a few, take a minute. Wait, hold on, and just, before, before, before you get to you, I know this is the first movie you've watched. Do you know anything about the other movies or did you before this? I, I just know that, that. What what are their last names? The two main Warrens. Warrens. I know the Warrens have like a collection of like artifacts and yes. and and evil shit. They're creepy. Yeah, yeah. So yes. so I I knew that before watching this, and not and that doesn't come to play in this movie. Besides, like one side conversation with with another character they have in, in the movie, which was cool as hell. Yes, but you know, other than that, I didn't really know much. I just knew they were your you know probably your run of the mill horror stuff. You know, jump scary stuff. I don't want to lose any sleep over. So usually avoid. So after watching this movie, do you have any even minor interest in watching any of the other Conjuring movies? I do. After seeing this one, this actually this actually seems more. Uh, it, it, they are horror movies. Chris also does not like horror I movies. I do not like horror movies. I have an active imagination, and I stay up at night with because of this shit like this. But and probably depression. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> 
But like this movie scratches a weird itch where it I, I like the whole angel angel and demons like mythos and all that. So it has that that piece for me. I also really like it's kind of in, like investigatory. It's not mm-hmm. just a slasher thing or you know. No, uh, they actually do try to yeah, or like you know, like oh, there's dumb teenagers. They're all gonna die. No, it's 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 <laughs> run upstairs. Don't go out the fucking front door, <laughs> moron. Here, chainsaw rip up. Danny's at you. What's no. down here? <laughs> I, I I will say that Chris, it, because the first Conjuring is, I think, one of the best horror movies in the past ten years. Okay, I will say that one is, I think, the best of all the movies in this franchise. Okay, the, the first well, Conjuring is the best. Okay, well, I, I'm interested to go back and see him because this was I, I, again. I like the investig the investigatory element here that kind of like pulls you along, keeps you interested. It's not just waiting for the next person to, you know, to get murder faced. And you know what you know, this, this movie, and I think you guys probably know, I mean, Chris, especially you may have just noticed it now is what this movie does very well is, I mean, Roger and I talk about the trash jump scares is those aren't, those get you because there's really no way for you to prepare for them. So they get you by default. Yeah. When it, whenever a jump scare is quiet, 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 deafening loud noise, yeah. that's not fair. But yeah. so that's not scary. It's not earned. For, no. for instance, in the, in the second conjuring movie, um, in the second conjuring movie, the mother is in the house with the, they have a daughter. You saw you saw the older daughter in this one is yeah. they have a daughter and the daughter's standing. Like you see her in the scene and she's standing down a hallway looking at something. And the mother finally goes, what's up? What, what are you looking at? And she points and Valak, the demon, which is in the nun, you know, the nun costume is at the end of the hall in their house and just walks into this room. So she sends her daughter upstairs. Cause I mean, look, her daughter's very aware. I mean, you know, just, you know, be careful, but I know what mom and dad. Yeah. Do. So, the mom goes in this room and looks around and there's no, there's no, there's no, except what she's moving in the room. There's no sound. There's no music, nothing. It's dead silent until you see this, there's this light that moves around the room and then there's this shadow that comes out. I mean, they get you with almost a few jump scares, but there's not. And then the shadow slowly moving around the room, slowly, very slowly. And then stops behind the picture of the nun, the Valak and you see hands come out of the wall and the, and the, and the picture runs at her and very terrifying face. But I mean, that's what most of the good scares in this universe oh, are good tonight. They, they, they build. And Chris is shaking his head aggressively. They, 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 they're, they're, they're very slow. They build the scares, the good scares, the terrifying ones really build. Well, yeah, okay, I got you. So, I mean, I'm excited to see how you take the rest of this universe. They uh, they do a pretty good job, though. Like, yeah. these movies aren't terrible. Well, so. and, and, like, this one, because I haven't seen the other ones, this one has had some pretty, not not cool, but, like, you know, like, interesting visuals that mm-hmm. weren't, like, unearned cheap, you know, like scary stuff. The morgue scene oh, in this is absolutely, I didn't want to watch it. I asked my it's, wife. It's one in the morning while I'm watching this movie. I'm like, I don't want to do this when anymore. The body, <laughs> I don't want to do this. I look at my wife and go, you think that thing smells? <laughs> well but like that was such a cool set. Like, that whole morgue scene was awesome Sweet. start to finish you know with what's happening with Lorraine and, and it then works and, both and, ways yeah get out yeah, get out you now know, you've got to break like when, when he's when he says you've got to break the connection like it was good acting great effects cool ass moment and like scary and like the way that thing moved it just like, lum- <laughs> oh, but quickly like lumbers quickly and, and, and you love you know? that and you love that broken bone that broken bone noise that whenever they oh, move, like, hit the ground oh yeah like, i love like the meaty like wet thud the sound of wet well, so what why, why that's so this one it kind of because she's never she's we've always known lorraine in the other movies to have and 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 the, the warrens do appear in other movies 
besides the conjuring films yeah i mean they you know in some of the annabelle movies you know one of the annabelle movies takes place in their house yes um uh, yeah it's really 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 creepy really creepy um but also and a lot i mean okay well so there's great what i want to say is in the conjuring universe is uh, so lorraine really hasn't demonstrated like clairvoyant like this movie's a this huge is more leap ahead. Yeah. This is a she's never done this before. And this is a huge leap in like her abilities and what she can do, which is you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I'm fine with it. Um, but like it, it kind of to me, it kind of makes the character more interesting. Only for that scene you just mentioned, when she's talking to the witch who's behind this, and then the witch talks back to her in her in her state of mind, she's like, uh oh, the connection goes both ways. No, we have man. to get and then you know he's like wake up wake up get out of, you know let go i'm like that's that's tension man that's great when tension. she's in the woods and they're looking for the body and like she's like doing the stabbing and he's like all right all right yeah. that's enough yeah. we get it yep <laughs> we get it or did, did you, did you like, guys like, notice the well he knows she's re- so now she's yes, she's, she's living that from from the, that perspective and it's like that could that could jack a person up yes. did you did you really notice bad. that when they were in the woods and then it went from it went from in like three seconds day to night and then like the camera like spins around her head as she's trying to figure out what's no, going it, on. It, yeah it was at nighttime when it like when she got snapped into the yeah, yeah but i mean yeah that's the whole thing yeah. like they, 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 cool. yeah. they went during the day and then it just like the scene switches from day to night, but it doesn't like yeah, kind of weird way. To off a cliff. I'm just like, oh god! But then when when the when the camera pans and like it, then you see a tree in the background. There's a hand on that tree. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I watched it yeah. a few times. I don't think I did. Yeah, there's a like there's always that stuff in the back. There's so much. If you there's a website dedicated to stuff in the background. The conjuring, the conjuring, finding finding the Easter eggs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's this these movies are all super rich with, shit, with stuff in the background that will freak you out. Another oh, another point on the whole like 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 what she's doing her power like what her quote unquote power is and like how he reacts to it and stuff. I, I mean, he knows one I mean, people that ha- uh, have premonitions. They're also usually like you know very very strong empaths. So he knows that that she's feeling all of that. That she oh, yeah. that, that's how well, she she's finds not his just connections. Seeing it, she's feeling it. Yeah, too. that's uh, it's just a cool perspective to take when whenever like you're watching the movie and seeing like what she's going through in this. That, that that's a he- a lot of heavy stuff, and he's physically going through a lot because he just had he just had. Oh, a yeah. So let's, let's talk that. about that for a second. Well, yeah, the the opening to the movie is actually really well done. I thought the opening to this movie, I think, is super strong. Because hey, listen, when that kid's bending around, I, I'm just like, no, <laughs> no, no, stop, please stop. Yeah, Christ, well, stop. well, and so I thought the whole because so like the big thing for them was figuring out why like they couldn't evoke the demon yeah. in the kid when he was in, when he's in prison. Like I thought the, the like what was happening there why he couldn't because he invited it in mm-hmm. but that wasn't it it was because they found out it's not a possession it's a curse blah yeah. blah blah so that was that was cool that they took that detail into effect and you know kind of hoodwinked you a little bit on that which sure. I thought was cool but like even the effects in the big opening when the boys dragging his oh, his hands on the wall the claw but, explodes but, behind but, it yeah but the claws are like that was cool as shit that's a cool effect and they they capture that I really love how well they keep going back into the house and there's still claw marks yeah like, like listen see that shit out cover that up you know yeah. <laughs> that's bad juju get rid of that that's cool though I mean even oh, like, I agree in one of the in one of the and the ending when you're watching the credits and the actual Warrens are talking about how this stuff is real and you can't ignore it there is a wall that I mean they when they're in one of the houses one of the walls does have that mark on it. I don't know if you saw that, but it does have that claw mark on. I mean, it's old footage from. I don't need that. I mean, like that's. 
<laughs> I mean, look, it's coming for you, Chris. At night, tonight's going to come for you. But I mean, it's it's. I don't need that. No, you survived. Now you watch it. You probably fine. This. I don't that. If you ask, so I mean, this, I, I'm giddy about the Conjuring movies. I love them. But can we know. talk about the Annabelle like mini Easter egg conversations they have in here for just? Oh, science? it's such a good scene. So obviously, well, let's talk about this actual base part of the story, okay? So the real story is. So they the movie begins with a young man who's possessed, and Arnie ends up young taking, boy. taking the demonic possession into himself, okay? And it seems like everything's okay, and then a little bit down the road, a couple of weeks, a couple of months-ish, yeah. right? Some time has passed, and he's definitely not having a great time. He's not okay. No, he's not okay. <laughs> Bad things are happening. He ends up stabbing somebody twenty-two times. Twenty-two times, which is a big important thing it's because old. that happens multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets arrested for murder. And you know, it comes to the point where the demonic possession comes in to talk about him, and they talk to the Warrens and the lady who is his um, attorney is like, "Listen, I don't believe in any of that stuff." And the Warrens are having a very straightforward conversation about what had happened. She's like. I understand what you do. I because I mean, listen, they're semi-famous, right? Like people know who they are, and they're just like, "Listen." Ed looks her right in the face. She's like, "How about you just come over for dinner one night this week? We'll have you take a look around our place, meet Annabelle, and then if you think it's worth your time, we'll go down that path." And then it immediately cuts to a court scene, and he's sitting there, and they're like, "How does the defendant defendant plead?" She stands up immediately. And she's like. Not guilty by demonic possession. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately, no hesitation in her voice. And she just snaps a look back at the Warrens yep. like, yeah, yeah, okay. I appreciated that scene so much because one, it's kind of funny. Yeah. But two, it's like, this is a complete non-believer that is now a, a believer. believer. Yep. Yeah. Well, and and it, I think it, in a way it's paying some respect to the people who have watched all these movies up to this because we like – we, I don't actually because I didn't see it, but we know the story of Annabelle. Mm-hmm. We know what the Warrens have in their house. You know, so when they're like, Annabelle's a bad doll. You can you can come over for some dinner and look around the house a little bit. They're like, I love how he's like, meet Annabelle. Yeah. And, and, and what, what he's actually saying is, we're going to fuck you up. Because that's what's about to happen to this woman's psyche. She's you think be... she like went over for like a nice pasta date? Oh, she thought, and, like, oh, shit let's her go pants. see what's going to happen. <laughs> you know? She'll never sleep again. Yeah. You know, like, they ruined insane. her brain. But you know, like, I, I kind of wanted. I was hoping we were actually going to see that scene. Although it's funnier if we don't. We snap well, right to the. I think it's a stronger choice that we don't because it's like you know this is just factual. She's convinced you're done. You know yeah. that's it. And also, it saves runtime. It does. Hey, <laughs> listen, this movie's not overly long. Yep, which is nice. It's just I. I but you know what? This does set a nice story in a nice compact box. Yeah. Well, and because after that court scene, and they're outside on the thing, and that, that's the end of that. She's a believer. I thought, you know, damn, that's a that's a power move. Then, and that was that was neat to know, you know, how how serious this is, and how much how connected, you know, the Warrens are to all this stuff, which is just cool to think about. Not cool to think of it being real, but cool to think about. Well, it's also got to talk about. I mean, Chris, you won't have any kind of point of reference for this, but this is. Of the three Conjuring movies, this is the one that's very different. Like, extremely, almost an entirely different movie. If you took the Warrens out, you'd have almost an entirely different movie. Uh, this is... Roger, did you, did you not notice that? I mean, it's different, sure. But... Like, the the other two are, you know, 100% Haunted House movies with... Yeah. There is a demon that needs to be dealt with where they are. Yeah, one, the, those are more along, like, a very specific possession yeah, yeah. and that sort of stuff, where... 
this is more the like they say it's true. This is a curse, not necessarily possession. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do handle it differently, but it also expands what we've. This is something we've never seen them handle. There's not before. more possibilities in this universe, yes, too, which is absolutely. nice. Absolutely. Did, did you guys love the nod to the Exorcist? Like, I mean, yes. you, when the when the when the preacher got out with the one street light and he stood there looking at that, like that is so Exorcist. Yeah. But, I mean, look, I mean, I don't have a problem with giving props to one of the first. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Paying homage. That's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. no, 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 nothing wrong at all. Um, um, okay, go on, Rob. Sorry. So the the one thing I do love about this movie is I joke all the time that movies are too long now. This movie's actually paced pretty well. Uh, there's not a lot of lull, right? There's not a lot of way. We're just kind of spinning our wheels here. It's all storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's just, hey, we're doing this. We're going to go to this. And the cool thing is because they are trying to help him not end up in prison, um, that actually is like, hey, we're going to go check out this place in reference to this, like using the law and that sort of stuff. I thought that was neat. Yeah. So yeah. like, hey, we've talked about this back in the UK where they, you know, somebody was found not guilty because of this. On that point, I actually kind of expected a little bit more and wanted more of the whole courtroom situation. I kind of thought we'd get more than what I we did. I thought we would too, because it's actually very little in this movie and it, it doesn't give you that either one way or another in the trailers. But I kind of think that would have been an interesting thing to see as them kind of having like, them you know, arguing a little bit, at least a little bit more to make it feel, you know, a little bit more, you know, a little more relevant to what they're doing and why they're doing the, the way that they are. Like you say, with like sure. following the law and stuff. I thought that would have been neat, but, you know, we got what we got. And it was fine. I thought that would have been just an interesting thing to kind of see more of, and I wanted to see more of that. So I wouldn't have minded a little bit more of that, yeah. but I'm very happy with what we got, oh, so it's fine. Because I think the, the the one thing to focus on is they do circle back at the end where they tell you what yeah. happened. Yes, yes. And I won't spoil that. I'll let that hang because um, I won't. I don't really want to spoil this. But this movie does take you on a pretty interesting journey because they do end up back in the possession mm-hmm. house that the movie begins at. And what? I like the fact when they're just like, show us the floorboards where this was. And they yeah. remember it's like some filtered like cesspool yeah, yep. on top of the wood. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, honey, that's not water damage. Yep. <laughs> she's like, I got to go underneath the house. And well, By the way, I totally expected beneath the house, I totally expected more of a, more of a jump scare. scare. Oh, yeah. And we respect for them not doing that because that's what I expected too. And that would have been the easy thing. I to like do. the rats just sort of standing around looking at all of fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, well, at that point, you know, aren't you also like, oh, you got a rat problem? You know what I mean? Because that's a lot of goddamn rats. Well, maybe they don't, though. Maybe they just chill out there. They don't actually break anything, bother anybody. <laughs> <laughs> They're just chilling. Yeah, it's like a nightclub. Just kind of in and out. Yeah. <laughs> just bumping around. This is where I go to meet people. <laughs> you know, one, one thing I think that we should talk about, too, is like, the one thing the Conjuring movies are really good at doing is setting atmosphere for for like the scenes there, especially the scary scenes or the ones that are supposed to really, yeah, they really do a good job of like enough lighting so you're not like oh turn on some damn lights, but like that stairway down to that guy's like like murder hole no. stuff. No, I like I love that she's like I don't want to go down there. Yes, like, like, immediately. I don't want you to go there either. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hadn't hadn't she already seen? In a vision, hadn't she already seen well, that? Well, as soon as he opened the door, she like saw something, right? Mm. It was well. I don't. I, maybe I don't know though. All I know is is that that hallway was creepy as hell, and like he's kind of got the same thing going on that they do, right? He's got a collection of yeah things he's been. No, listen, he's also weird. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I, I feel, I think it's because she can feel that, and it's like I don't. Want well, to go down and there. even when they're down there and they're actually talking, she's like, "This is a bad place." Well, don't. And also thinking about it. They were so close to you know like to like a piece of like a big piece of this movie and they don't even know it mm-hmm. at that point. Yes, and end up circling back at you know at a later time. But it's like they're so close and that made, it's like 
it's interesting that like, she doesn't put that together there on the spot. It was just, it was such a foul a foul feeling that it was yeah. just like I don't want to be here. So much energy, so much bad energy. Yep. Like, well, so that's the thing with the house that they have in there, and you'll see this if you ever do watch the one because they they spend a lot of time in the, their creepy room uh, where Annabelle and stuff is in the one movie. Um, not all of it is completely. Listen, it's all involves some sort, but not supernatural. All the, not all the things are bad. Yeah, yeah, yep. And the room that they're in. With the preacher guy? It's all bad. They're all bad. <laughs> this is a bad place. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, yes. <laughs> to talk, I mean, we have to, I mean, I want to talk about John Noble for a second and how he plays that character of... Is creepy. It's very creepy, but I, it wasn't, I never got the vibe of like, oh, that's just, that's written, that's horror creepy script. Like, I thought he was, everything he said would have been said in a real conversation about this well, somewhere else. So that's something that they can pull some of this from. Now, obviously, they have to fill in the blanks. But this is a documented thing that they dealt with. There is probably transcripts of conversations with this gentleman. So this shit, for all I know, might all be 100% accurate. Exactly. I mean, That's God, why I like it. Not 100%, but I bet you most of it's accurate. Chris is like, please, God, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> There are people that investigate these paranormal things, and we stopped getting these TV shows when cell phone because like everyone's got a video camera on on them, so that stopped for the most part. But I mean, there are definitely people that investigate this paranormal stuff, and will swear on everything they have that this is real stuff. Like this is you can't discount the fact that there is a complete evil side to this somewhere. Well, I mean, that, that's the thing with this: whether you're a religious person, a believer in heaven or hell, there is definitely whether you're you know, a god or demon devil person, there's definitely things out there that can't be explained under normal circumstances. So that's real. <laughs> Whether all of this is real and, you know, it, I'd honestly be kind of sad if it, they found out that like, all this shit was fake years from now. But it makes a good story. It really does. Well, there's a, there's a recent... important for these kind of horror movies. Well, there's a recent lawsuit um, from the Warren estate against the people that may, are making the Conjuring films is it's not all accurate. Well, sure. Yeah, but I mean, you have to you have to insert you know dramatic for for the purpose of scaring people as a movie. And I wonder how much of it, like, I wonder how much like contractually they're obligated to be like, okay, this is true, this is true, this is true, this is not true, not true. Like, I wonder. I'd like to see the the contract drawn up there. Not that we're ever going to, but there is a big lawsuit with the Warren Estate against the people, the Warren Brothers making these. <laughs> they might just want more money. Maybe. I mean, sure. I mean, I'm sure that's what. Uh, that's sure always possible. Listen, that's the easiest. <laughs> so. I, I, I want to go back to a couple things real quick. Like cool. I, I'm excited to see the other Conjuring movies now. I, I'm gonna watch. Take them. your time. And <laughs> so I'm, I'm, but to see like where they're at. Like you said, the other ones are kind of like haunted house movies, and then this one was like a more investigatory curse movie. This is where, let's go find the demon. Yeah, and and so, but this unlocks like more demon hide and seek. This unlocks more like possibilities for what they could like things they can go into. Have you guys ever seen the ritual? Yeah, with um. Uh, who's in that? It's got that big, like, 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 like woods, like demon monster thing in it, or whatever. It was an interesting movie, but if they can like move into like more like tribal, legendary territory stuff too, they can have things like that. that they yeah, like, Ray Ray Spall. Yeah, Ray Spall. Yeah, you know that's. I think that that's a cool prospect for things like this too, because that's that kind of falls like right now we're in like the middle section of like of like demons and. Possessions. Oh man, and... Scandinavian Norse legend. No, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no. And then, like, where the ritual no. has 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 like a 
a Norse a Norse demon nope. of legend. No, nope. right in the middle right now with this with, with these totems and things like that. That could be a cool like a swing for the well, series. Did, did you did you watch the witch? Listen, I'm walking through the woods and see that shit. I'm going home. I'm just leaving. <laughs> Did, did, did you, did you, what about hey, the man, witch? You guys want to camp here? No. No, I want to go home. Now, give me the fucking car keys. <laughs> Chris, 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 I have to ask yeah. you, did you watch The Witch? No, I didn't see The that, Witch. That one's, if you like this demonic stuff, you'd really, that's like, that's like. When you say it like that, it makes me sound weird. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying you're, yeah, you're, 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 you're into. You're into it's like, bro, you're down with the devil. <laughs> you know. No, but you you said several times in this recording, even by itself, that you like the whole angels and demons and, and witch. I mean, it's all yeah. integrated in witchcraft yeah, and whatnot, right. but that's yeah, heavily right. rooted in that too. But He prefers supernatural. So. I mean, there you go. That's good. Okay. No, no, I, I guess you're, saying. you're down with the devil, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Are you down with the devil? What do we th- so what do we think of the villain in this movie? Because who's who do you quantify as the villain? It's it's the woman. Yeah, okay. she's the no, villain, that's, right? That's fair. And she has, and they give her her moments. She's the she's, lead villain, where she's creepy as. Well, that, but that's not really that's not really a spoiler either. So because no, you yeah, find yeah, out pretty yeah. early, pretty quick, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. So, but like, what do we think of the villain? And because it's not the demon, actually, it, it's there, there's someone she's pulling being the strings controlled, here. Or yes. the demon. For no, it, it is the demon. It's scared. always it's always the demon that's controlling well, yeah. people. But like you know, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the she story. Was, she, going. Was, she was sinister enough, right? Like in, in the scenes that she's in. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely creeped me out. Yeah. If that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah, I think so because I think that's important, right? Because you know, demons are scary. Scary stuff. human people. Yeah, too? yeah, yes. that, that's that just is a scary human, you know, and that's that could be that could flip with that can flop. So I was happy to see that it was like oh, I didn't think it was I, over the top. I don't like, her. like she's just creeping out to be like yeah yeah. I, get it. I mean, we're all gonna agree that Morgue Abomination Man is the most terrifying thing in this movie. No, right? no, no, no. What? I, um, I don't like that. <laughs> and then when it appeared again, and then turned out that Ed was the one under possession at the time. I <laughs> thought I thought that was a really interesting you know twist to pull there. No, no, no comment no. on that. I'm when, just trying to think what was, I thought was the creepiest part of this movie. I mean, no, I didn't think the morgue thing was. The, listen, it was creepy. No, no, the morgue was definitely not the creepiest part. I don't think. I don't I even don't think. Know, that, I, I definitely expected more when she's crawling underneath that weird house. I don't like it. But look, well, I mean, like the weird tunnel system that she ends up in. Yeah, well, no, so, I, don't, I don't like that either. I thought, and also, this would be the last thing I, I say on it. Spoiler a little bit. Though. One of the best visuals is when he's in the prison infirmary. And shit's going weird, and, and he's got the, the demon like grabs his face, and she's right now. Oh my god! Mm-mm. Oh, there's a lot. Of, if you're getting ready to watch the Conjuring universe, the bottle in his hand, and like he's pulling it, and everyone's like, "Get him out!" Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, but just the, yeah. the the visual of her like holding his like holding his face like that, making him look at that guy. That's a big old nope. Mm-mm. One of nope. the one of the scariest that I still always remember, and I've just seen them all. So I think one of the scariest moments in the Conjuring universe actually came from. Well, actually, there's one of the Conjuring in the first film with Bathsheba. She's the she's the demon in the first one, and then Roger, you may remember this because you've seen, I know you've seen it. The first Annabelle movie where uh, Annabelle Wallace is actually the one playing the woman who's being terrified, her and her family. And you remember the doll like sits up in the corner of the room and then yeah. like, starts to levitate in the camera oh. and like as she's looking closer at the doll, you see the the demon's head poke around the doll. It's like, oh my goodness, I that like still that gets dolls. me every time, every like time. Dolls. Well, my no, wife, that's why dolls are creepy. My wife used to have a whole bunch. Like when I first started dating my wife, and 
she was my then girlfriend at the time. I stopped staying at her place because she had this this like this shelf with all these porcelain dolls. And I said, "You gotta get these out of here." She has, said, oh. she has Annabelle. She has Annabelle. This is from the guy with Funko Pops. <laughs> no, 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 I can't. No, nope, I can't. Oh, I stand by with what I said. <laughs> Oh, so, is there anything else you guys want to touch on? No, I do. Have, I have an expanded discussion question. But All right. We don't. If we, I mean, we can score Annabelle. Or we can score shooting the Conjuring real quick, and then move into because this is a short thing. I think might be an interesting thing. Yeah. Um. So let's score Conjuring real quick. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go first on this one. Um. I actually enjoyed this movie. I thought it was very well paced, uh, decently scary, and like I said, it's pretty rare for me to actually enjoy a horror movie. So I was happy with this. I think this movie's like a six and a half. Um. I think I, I'd prefer, like Chris mentioned earlier, a little bit more of the law and order side of it. I think that would be neat. Um, but I liked almost everything involved in this. So six and a half. I'll, I'll, I'll go second. Chris, you can have the honor of going last. This is your first movie in the Conjuring universe. But I'm going to go very close to Roger. I, th- I think it's a six. It's not the best in the series, but it's certainly not the worst. Uh, it's very, very watchable, very entertained. If you it's like, the best horror movie we've watched in a while. Yeah, it's, it's certainly one of the best. Um yeah, it's 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 very it's very it's paced well. It's it's well written. It's got great characters that we've seen, you know, that are interwoven between the films. Uh, it's it's a good if if you're watching it to to watch something creepy, you it'll satisfy that need as well. So I think a six is uh, it's where it sits. It's it's good. Okay, so I've heard that there are better ones than this in the series. So I'm afraid to score this high, right? Because you know, if if I score this one high, score and, whatever and you the do, other buddy. ones are you know supposed to be better. Throwing out nines and tens at that point, right? I'm gonna, but, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I think the first one is after you score this one. But this is my first one, and yeah. I'm pretty excited about it, and pleasantly so. So I, I want to give this a seven. I like this movie a lot. I had a good. good, I had a good time with it, way more than I thought I would. You know, creeped out or not, abomination, man. But it, it was a fun movie. I, it had me the whole time. I was interested, like you said. You know, I wanted to see a little more of the Law and Order stuff. I think that would have been been a neat thing. It would have been cool. I don't, know, I don't know if it helps that story or not. Though. Maybe, but whatever. I think, you know, cool movie, cool movie. I like this movie. Acting's fine. The demon stuff's cool. Creepy as hell at times. We don't see a lot of people get murder-faced, which I was expecting more of that. But again, this is outside well, of the This normal. isn't a slasher. Exactly. And I think that's a strength. I like this movie. It's a seven. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you gave it a seven. Uh, I, um, the second one I think you will enjoy, Conjuring Two. It, it's got, although I think the first one's the best. It's got the Crooked Man, which is all about. He's this super. He's like a Slender Man, but he moves very quickly and very creepily. I don't like things so, that don't move right. No. Well, then you're gonna the, the Crooked Man. The second one. Well, I you're gonna, gonna have it. a problem with that. Either. I don't like snakes. I don't like spiders. I didn't like that. That movie with the little boy having the fun to play with or whatever because it didn't move right. I don't like that stuff. Uh, okay, so the first Conjuring, I would, I think the first Conjuring is an eight and a half or a nine. I really wild. enjoy. And you remember the, so you remember the whole the 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 way they portrayed it in the in the advertisements is the is the spinning mirror on the on like the music box. Like the because the whole spiral thing, I thought that was like a. Now that I've seen them all, and like I'm like, why that doesn't have any relevance to it all at all. But I think that's because Saw was big at the time. Um, also, the whole you remember like the, the whole like clapping like you know remember that where and then the last scene in the trailer was she's looking down the stairs with the match and the clap comes from behind her. That was always the but like the movie really doesn't revolve around that too much. I don't need that. 
I mean, oh, you're yeah. gonna the first Conjure I think is the scariest and the best. I mean, all this I don't need it is you're gonna get it in the first one. Let me let me tell you something. <laughs> you gonna get it, boy. <laughs> you you're gonna get it, boy. But the, the the first Annabelle movie I think was in 2013. So that's actually I mean, for watching them chronologically when they're when they're released, you're gonna have to start with Annabelle. But I actually I also just read a thing today that said when they're making Annabelle. Towards the end, they shot a scene which they could because James Wan was close with some people that, and he was like, "Well, let's shoot this thing, the thing in the end with giving the doll away to make see if we can make it lead." So, and that's what made it all this inner this inner all come thing. together. That's what, okay. yeah. So, I mean, I find that interesting that they didn't they started making the first Annabelle they didn't plan that way. Yeah. No, they didn't. They started making the first Annabelle. Just, that fucking doll in a fire. I mean, yep. well, they explain in one of the movies why you can't do that, and they, I, th- I think they explain in the second I one why you can't. Well, why you can't because because then then you release the entity from where it was then You're right because then it's got no great job of containing it yeah well I mean it's contained by a glass jar and I mean come on how much could that possibly be contained sink that shit in the bottom of the fucking ocean <laughs> <laughs> Go, yeah. it finds a way to float up man all right Roger what's your expanded discussion yeah, yeah, okay so I was gonna ask so we were talking about creepy things there for just a minute I don't want to spend too much time on this but there is still a moment in a movie. That even after all these years, every time I watch it, it still gives me that like hair on the back of your neck stands up or like oh, I know where the, you're the going goosebumps. I like this. So, what, is it? what is it? What is it? Well, so I'll tell you what mine is, but I was going to ask if you guys ever still have that nope. because mine legitimately is from the original Poltergeist movie. Okay, um, and it's the part. It's kind of an innocuous part, but it fucking freaks me out. It's when they're all sleeping in the living room because all this weird shit has been happening. And like these four or five spirit balls come just like gliding down there. Stick. God damn it! Look, fucking, <laughs> I just got fucking goose pimples all on my arm. Goosebumps. Just talking about they, that. Still to this day, Ooh. creeps me out, and I don't know why. Because it's not overly scary. It's just I don't like it. Well, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't need this. This isn't. Nope. No, I get you. All up my legs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed in studio. Oh yep. man, I don't know because like I have scary moments in movies like this. Like and that's that. not a jump scare at all. No, no, that's a slow it build. That's what I like. That's why I appreciate out. about it. Um, I like. I mean, look, the, the Conjuring movies are chocked full of those. Like, there's a character in the foreground, and behind them, you can see things moving towards them. And boy, that freaks me out. One of the well, ones we, that we talked before the show started about the scene in the one Conjuring with the the dairy man, the fairy man. When you said that, you you won't. Oh. <laughs> oh, what, okay. I'll tell you one of the one scene that really sticks with me in the Conjuring universe is it's in Annabelle Creation when they're dealing with the kids and the Annabelle doll in like in like the fifties. Um, oh yeah, like okay. kind of the origin of because the the Mullins daughter dies and then she somehow put like, it all it all comes together when you watch it. But so this this little girl's on the top of her bunk, terrified, and she has her head under the covers, and then and then you hear like little footprints like. And then something jumps on the bottom bunk, <laughs> and I'm just like every time, like yeah, no, I'm done, I'm out of here. That no, nope. <laughs> gone. And then so, right before that, she shoots this little gun, which has like a you you wind it up, and the ball comes back, and then you shoot it, of course, into a dark hallway. And the second time she shoots it, something grabs it, and then like you see the the string slowly start to go towards the ceiling. Like I'm I'm out, I'm done. Nope. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> Jeez. So, so my unsettling scene that I can think of isn't a horror scene because I didn't watch a lot of horror growing up because it scared the I shit out of me. Like it, sure. So, but mine, like I always like this, always creeped me out just because like I I had a I had a nightmare about it after I watched it when I was younger, and I can almost feel it. 
Um, do you guys have... <laughs> this is going to sound so so lame. Do you guys ever see the cage? No. Or the cell? No, the cell. It's oh, the, the, cell. the cell. Yeah, I've seen the cell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, with with, with J Lo. Yeah. Okay. The scene where one the actor that plays the the murder guy is, I think he's one of the better actors that never got a never got any big bigger roles. We're never famous. Yeah. That famous. When the scene where he's got the guy's small, where he's got the small intestine on that little like crank, and he's just pulling it out slowly on that like spiky crank thing. No. Oh, that, that that whole thing just makes my stomach churn. I hate that. I, I, I vaguely remember that, and that movie was huge between my friends in high school. Like that I, came out in two thousand. Yeah, that was that's about right. I, I actually very much like that movie. It, it's it's one of those movies that I know is bad, but I like it. That it's, was that was Jen, uh, that was Jennifer Lopez, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, and, yeah Vince Vaughn's the guy getting his intestines. Yeah, and, and Vincent D'Onofrio. That's that who the, that's who the third guy was. I couldn't think of the yeah, third guy's Kingpin. name. Yeah, such a good kingpin, but. I that 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 scene in that movie I I've, I've never forgot it. Whenever someone goes, you know, you know, you know, what's what's the scene that bugs you? That's it. It's right there because I could just I could just see that intestine rolling out on top of that thing. But, but also, what what about in like a slasher film? Do you guys ever? Because there's two different kinds of horror. Well, like, no, because I don't think the slasher stuff ever really like overly creeped me out. Because listen, you get some jump scare stuff in slasher. But listen, if I'm watching like a Friday Thirteenth movie and I watch some idiot get like their head lopped off, I'm laughing at that. Yeah. Well, so like two two things come to my mind for like slasher stuff: Leprechaun, where he comes out of the guy's stomach. Okay. That was that like because like he wishes for all his gold and he puts it all in his stomach and he eventually just he just breaks out of it. That sucked as a kid. Didn't like that. And then, <laughs> nope. and then I didn't like uh, the the original scream when the very beginning the, the boyfriend gets his stomach. Oh, his, 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 got- he he's eviscerated. On, uh, I did not like that at all. I just watched those movies. I, I have I have major really? questions about those yeah. movies. I just watched those, but scream, you, scream still holds up. Scream yeah. Scream two and Scream three do not. But scream still holds up. Yeah. Um. I one of the scene that gets me, and this I don't want to talk too. Another scream, like yep, scream, scream five. It just got done shooting yeah. in uh, North North Carolina. Um, <sighs> they were on the lot adjacent to us when we were. Uh, yeah, they were on the lot adjacent to us. But so one of the scene that kills. I, I know the slashers are harder, rug, like you said, because it's, we we we've come to like enjoy the gore and like the campiness. It's just murder stuff. Like, but no like one the one movie that always stuck with me from two thousand six, Vacancy, with uh, Luke Wilson and Kate Beckinsale. Mm. Do you remember? So here's the setup: is always gets hit by the car in the phone. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So there, here's the setup, Chris. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen vacancy. So here's vacancy. Here's the setup: is they're 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 a couple. They've I think they've lost a child and they're arguing and they just they just come from a family event and it's just they're they're done. It's bad. They've just they're gonna they've got to call it quit and it's just like we got to just just can can keep it until we get home. We can get separated. Fine. They stop in the motel. You know, he's, of course, she's, you know, you know, you never listen to me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's looking around the room. It looks kind of creepy. And he finds this one VHS tape on top of the VHS player and he puts it in. She's bitching at him about, you never listen to me. This is why we failed as a marriage. And he's, he's looking around the room. There's a, there's a couple getting murdered and he's looking at the videotape and like looking around the room and he's noticing that it's the room that they're in. And that movie creeps me out because I can deal with supernatural, but like, that's that's a, that scenario yeah. to me is real and that yeah. could happen. That could happen. That's some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you do because then like they're looking around the room and then they both go in the bathroom for a second and they come back out and there's an apple sitting on the chair that wasn't there 30 seconds ago. So like mm. that's creepy, man. It just that's why I don't deal with slash as well because like I just I can't. It's too real. Like it it could happen. Another unsettling scene. The entire the entire movie of the ring. 
Oh, the, the, the ring is the ring is great. So the other one, the other one I had is when the first time when she fucking comes out of the TV. Oh, dude! I remember. Listen, I was in, I was in college at the time. I was twenty years old when the ring came out. I was an adult man. Oh, hold on. So there, there was a bunch of people. Like we were all gathered around. Like it was like you know, a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls, and everybody's just like, "Oh fuck no, no!" <laughs> Scared no. Still to this day, no. The climax in the uh, near the climax in the movie where where the guys in back in his apartment, back in his, his like his studio. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, the yeah the, the, the music starts queuing up like that. Oh, like and, and she's like just hand crawling out no. with dripping water. No. Oh, fuck no! Don't do it. No. Yeah, well, I, look, The Ring is legitimately creepy and a good movie. The first one, yeah. The second two, not so much, but the first one is so good. I watch it. It's, it's, it's okay, but just for what the movie's supposed to be, yeah, it's good. Creepy. It is and very creepy. creepy. Yeah, yeah. Creepy. And I, that that little kid never became it. Like he never. I'm surprised he never got. Like he he never did much else. The ring got him, bro. <laughs> the the little, the little the little kid was in that movie. What's the the funny movie with uh, Owen Wilson and he protects those three kids? Oh, the um. Wow. Do- Dr- Drillbit Taylor. <laughs> he's a dorky kid in Drillbit Taylor, but I don't really see him anything else. But I always thought he should have been huge. That that little kid. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right, wrap this up. All right, all right, all right, gentlemen. Thank you for sharing your scares. I always like seeing what what freaks people out. And, uh, I mean, I it. do. I brought it up. So, <laughs> all right, this has been episode two hundred and thirty of Fourth Level Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at five a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five: iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two. Rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show at. On Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I'm Christopher Bone. Don't forget to check out the show on Facebook. We're always posting things there and check us out on YouTube. And next week, we're going to be checking out Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, and In the Heights, the very long Diet Coke commercial. Mm. You guys want to talk about unicorns, though? Yes.